The Curious Couple, episode 22. You're tuned into The Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with your hosts, TNA. Get ready to have your curiosity peaked while exploring what it's like to live out fantasies with this fun, fit, and sexy duo. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm T. And I'm A. And tonight we have a special guest with us again, Dave from episode 19, The Cuckold Hot Wife Fantasy. Welcome back, Dave. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yes, somehow I am now called Cuckold Dave, which if you had given me a billion guesses three weeks ago, I never would have guessed that as a nickname for myself. So. <laughs> Well, don't ruin it, because you have become the most popular episode over the last three months. <laughs> you got us a lot of Twitter attention, too, yeah. I think. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, I hope, I think we'll, we'll have fun tonight, so yeah. look forward to it. So we mentioned, we might have even mentioned this on our last podcast, that you had an interest in, uh, actually, we probably mentioned it on the podcast you were on, and then I think we mentioned it on the last one. Um, the format tonight's going to be a little different for us and for you listeners, we are going to be on the interviewee side as opposed to the interviewer. So uh, are you yeah. feeling up for the challenge? Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that uh, as an avid listener of your program, uh, you guys do a, a very good job of opening up and being honest about your life and, and this lifestyle and your feelings. But uh, you know, sometimes I've noticed... Uh, stories that I know from either being there or hearing them firsthand, uh, you know, maybe you sort of uh, skip over some of the good parts. Oh, so okay. I thought uh, maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I can jump on. Maybe we should be the ones that are nervous. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no. we're not ready. Yeah. Just hold your feet to the fire on a few things. But no, I, I think that uh, uh, you have done a great job of, of introducing yourselves over these past 20 episodes or 21, whatever it's been. But, uh, you know, I think the people that listen um, want to know more. And so hopefully I can uh, open up some, uh, windows into your lives yeah uh, we'll, uh, we'll give it a whirl all right well so i'm just gonna fire away some questions fire away do it and uh and know that i love you before i ask <laughs> so uh we'll start with a it's always better to start with a because that's all anyone cares about right so <laughs> so, so a, just in general terms uh what's your sex life like uh say in like the three to five years leading up to meeting t are you are you active do you have a serious boyfriend uh, if you are active, are you pretty wild and crazy or tame? What's it like? Give us, give us the, the picture. Three to, three to five years before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't have to go all the well, way back to like the, the first uh, uncomfortable, uh, you know, finger, <laughs> finger bang in a truck in Claremore, but, you know. Uh, easy. I'm going to give away too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, complete that part. Okay. So, I guess to tell that story, you have to tell the story that I was a single mom. Um, my child was, what, five? I think five when T and I started dating. So I, I would say, okay, to address your questions, I was sexually active. Um, I was in the dating scene, um, very actively in the dating scene, I guess you could say. Yeah, I did. I went through the whole match.com phase. I did have a few, maybe a handful, like kind of serious relationships, but dating with a kid is hard. So that, nothing really panned out. I don't think I was in anything real long-term. So there was a lot of flings, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. There short was a lot, relationships. There were some short relationships. There was also a, right before um, we started dating, I kind of had a friends with benefit type relationship that was 
just about set. So I did that a few times. Um, as far as the kinky stuff, I mean, I never like explored any lifestyle stuff or even like mention of that with any relationship previous to to T, but honestly, it hadn't even crossed my mind until we talked about it probably on our first date. We yeah. No way. We it didn't... was close. It was close. Okay. So so you had some uh, relation, or at least one or yeah. two relationships where uh-huh. there was regular enough um, um, intimacy, sex. Yeah. Can I jump sort in? sort of experiment. Yeah, please. Yeah, I want to jump Still in. Still your show. Despite yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, one interesting fact about you, you have to tell them when talking what? about your sexuality before you met me. What? how many batteries you would go through. (laughs) It was impressive. So I had a lot of sex with myself. So the thing (laughs) is, I was a single mom. So I didn't get, and I didn't have any help, really. When I had nights out, it was friends, and you're very aware of this, Dave. It was friends that were kid swapping with me. So I would get a night off, and then I would take their kids the next night. And so that didn't happen much, like maybe once every four to six weeks. And so these friends with benefits or whatever I would have, it wasn't often. So there was a lot of sex by myself. (laughs) She would go through like a... Large I went through pack a of Sam's batteries. pack of probably sixteen double <laughs> A ba- or triple A batteries in probably a month, six weeks. <laughs> that's, oh, that's hilarious. Well, well to be fair, they've done a lot with sex toys since then, and okay. you don't have to. Now they're gas powered. Yeah, they're gas powered. Kickstart them. <laughs> they that's they plug hilarious. in, they charge. I have a chargeable one now. Anyway, so yeah, it, there was there was some there were orgasms being had. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it was just you in the room. Yes, most of the time. And I'm sure T has similar stories. So let's ask the same question to T. So again, uh, <laughs> you were um, married prior yes. to this relationship. Yes. Uh, how much time in between divorce and meeting A? Uh, and is there any uh, any uh, activity in that gap there, or uh, or maybe you can even talk a little bit about what it was like in your marriage? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is I, fun. <laughs> I met a uh, what three or four months after separating with uh, my ex-wife, and uh, I did a little dating, not much. Um, I went out with a couple girls. Uh, you know, it, nothing that compared to A. That's Aww, for sure. You don't have to say that. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think I, I got a rebound out of the way uh, <laughs> between <laughs> meeting uh, A, but uh, in my marriage, I was totally sex deprived. Mm-hmm. I was um, not being fulfilled. It was uh, it was it was a long seven year relationship that uh, was good for the first six months when it came to that department, and after that, I felt like I was a starving starving dog and uh, just looking for someone to pet me <laughs> but you never you never strayed no no i uh i was faithful i you did, you did the guy equivalent of going through sam's club battery packs yeah he watched a lot of porn yeah i was accused of being a porn addict and i'm like how can i be accused of being a porn addict if no one will have sex with me i mean <laughs> i'm gonna have sex it might as well be with my computer yeah that's funny yeah Okay, so you guys meet. That's good background. I mean, it, 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 clearly, um, there's you know, I, I can see sparks having you guys having painted those pictures that you know there might be some kinkiness in both of your lives. We didn't wait long. You no. didn't wait. You didn't wait long. So, <laughs> no. so you you get together. You meet. We've kind of heard the story about how you meet. 
But let's take, take me inside your uh, your brain here, T, for a second. What's what's going through your brain the first time you see a undressed? <laughs> I was thinking um, she is built like a porn star. <laughs> she uh, was a knockout. I, I she was wearing a short dress and she was tan and pretty and uh fun and i remember uh you know she invited me over and i was trying to be respectful and and you know uh try being a gentleman and i kissed her at the door uh, on my way out and she didn't let me leave and so that's when i quit being a gentleman <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's obviously gorgeous. So, are you nervous at all this first time? I mean, it's uh, you, you've had some experience in between your your marriage, yeah. but but maybe uh, obviously knowing a and uh, imagining what might be going through your head, are you nervous a little bit? You know what's interesting? I wasn't that nervous. I, I would understand the, the that line of thinking, but we were so uh, it was like we were instantly joking and friendly and you know here was something totally new to me was the amount of texting that goes on now in dating was mm -hmm. totally new to me so before i had even gone out with her i spent what three days texting with her mm -hmm. i should say receiving a bombardment of texts from her yeah. that by the time we went out we were already we had a rapport and there was joking and and so by the time it came to us being together, it felt like we had dated for a week or two. And which time out there, a little foreshadowing. I also like that now, like in the lifestyle stuff, when we start oh, talking yeah. to a couple, if we're going to meet up with them or whatever, that makes it easier. That's just like, I'm just setting it up. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. It, it's like, we're getting all this yeah. stuff out of the way. So we're comfortable by the time we meet. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, to be successful these days, you have to get, have a good, strong text game. Sounds yeah. Like. Yeah, right. you do. yeah. So I, and yeah. here, this is ultimately what I'm getting to, which I, I kind of surprised myself because I had my A game that night. I was just about to ask. So I, are you, are you, uh, yeah, you're able to, uh, it was game on. We yeah. were, we were, we were good and uh I is, don't it, even know is it one time is it two times is there morning sex the next day oh, no, What's... Didn't stay. i didn't stay you didn't uh, stay i did come in her hair though <laughs> <laughs> and she i think she may have high-fived me and said nice shot <laughs> I am i lying no, no he's not that. lying but that's not the reaction he gets now if he comes no in no right no right. we had that experience recently <laughs> yeah that's hilarious <laughs> he does not get the high five <laughs> So I, I knew she was a keeper when she took that like a champ. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, I have no. I, I don't even know what to say to that. That's. <laughs> I had possible responses written down here that was not on the list. <laughs> came in my hair and was high fived. Okay, yeah, yeah, great. that happened. So hey, back uh, to you. I mean, obviously you uh, sort of have the the power here to make this decision that hey, it's going to happen tonight. You uh, he's trying to leave. You won't let him go. You got him inside. He's, he's undressing what's going through your mind. Well, I already thought that he was the hottest guy that I had ever met. I mean, I don't know that it was any anything that I hadn't imagined. I knew that he was... He I'm was, blushing. Oh, yeah. But anyway, no, he's definitely sexy. Um, I think we were in a super dark room. <laughs> so I don't know that we really saw a whole lot. It was more... It was limited lighting. Was, yeah, we were in a really dark room. But, um, but no, I mean, of course I think he's sexy. 
So do you think you accidentally had hold of his leg or <laughs> is this the yes, biggest thing you've ever, you've ever seen slash felt before? Um, yeah, it was pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unfortunately I know that. Uh, <laughs> my wife telling me. Uh, okay. So that's great stuff. Now you guys, I'm trying to fast forward here so I don't spend too much time uh, in, in the early days, but so you guys get into a routine and, and I kind of know this from, um, getting to know you and um, you guys are just very open. Uh, but how many times are you doing it, say, you know, a month into your relationship once you've crossed this threshold? Are you, uh, are you every day? Uh, are you multiple times a day? What's it, what's well, it looking like? When we were dating, it couldn't be that often because we were still... Wait a second. What? Was it every we, day? We both had very flexible jobs. That's true. So okay. literally our relationship for the first several months was... You coming over at lunchtime at my place. That's true. Us going to the gym and then us having sex. Oh, yeah. But see, we had to get creative. So we would go to the gym sometimes if we had our kids. We would go to the gym, drop our kids off in the kids' classroom, do maybe a 45-minute workout because I think they had an hour and a half limit, right? Something like that. And then we'd go to the shower and have sex in the shower room. (laughs) In, like, the community? In the the community family. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh, all you people out there wear your flip-flops in the community. <laughs> so yeah i guess it was yeah yeah we we, just, we, we had said i mean yeah. trust me it was a lot about a sex lot, and, yeah. and there's instant going. chemistry no yes. doubt yeah. i wouldn't be talking today if there wasn't <laughs> yeah. so having said that though I, I know the conversation about uh um uh the lifestyle and, and going to clubs happens pretty early in the relationship but do you have time before that uh, conversation goes down to develop sort of routines? I know, I know that you know, I've been married to my wife for for a long time. For uh, we've been married since two thousand two, and together four years prior to that, so a long time. And we, uh, I mean, sex is great, but we we do sort of have a routine where we do this first, we do that first, and um, rarely does it um, vary from the routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great because we both like it. We both get off and. And we're happy and, and sort of spice it up uh, here and there. But are, do you guys develop a routine like that? Are you uh, talking about early on? Yeah, early. yeah, early. Are you into certain no. positions? Or do you have fetishes you're exploring together before you start talking about the lifestyle? Maybe anal. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of anal early on. Yeah. Yeah. And now we don't. I <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. But no, I don't think, I think we she have was any... put. You were you were putting on the full court press to to hook me early. That was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't, I mean, we didn't have any routines probably until we lived together. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our routine was daily yeah. gym Daily sex. gym shower was, sex. Yeah, but it was well, like, but most of our like daily sex at that point was like porn star sex. Oh yeah, like, it was. We were, yeah, you were doing dirty things to me. <laughs> well, you, and you were telling me to do yeah, dirty things to I you. Yeah, I know. Sorry. See, now this is, I'm glad you said that, A, because this is the point where you would go on to the next part. <laughs> And this is why I'm here. So, you know, we, we need to hear some details on what what's this. I don't even know what you're talking about here. What's this dirty? I'm trying to think. Okay, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him. Well, you want to know what I'm picturing in my head when he says that is I remember one day like bending over backwards off the couch and you like, like pile driving me <laughs> like a porn. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think we may have even been watching a porn. I was like, let's do that. <laughs> Or how about the time we came back to my place after being at the gym and had sex in the shower? And sex in the shower, personally, for me, 
the feeling of water while having sex kind of kills it for me. Yeah. So it like numbs it. So we're in the shower having sex. And you get hot. And she's bent over and I am just desperately trying to get off. And it was like, she took it like a champ. I mean, we were doing it for like 20 minutes in there. Oh yeah. She didn't complain. She just like... Like, she liked it, which I'm thinking nobody liked. I mean, no. we were at that for so I, long. I was putting on my, like, best behavior. Oh, yeah. So we, I mean, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to think some of the things you... I couldn't walk. Just to recap that whole situation, <laughs> my, my lower back was in knots for, like, two days. It doesn't say a word to me. I can barely while walk. we're doing it. Yeah. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I may have even been, like, moaning and <laughs> telling you. Um, I'm trying the to think. you do. Well, the at that time, she... I remember when we first started dating, she's like, okay, what I like is somebody who is aggressive, confident, takes charge. And I mean, me coming from a relationship that lacked any intimacy, let alone uh, this, you know, super masculine role was something totally different than what I was used to. And I took it. I mean, I took advantage of it. I loved it. You know, she loved it. So she wanted me to pull her hair. What? Yeah, I was going to say early on, are you uh, are you sort of easing into it, thinking, all right, I need to maybe this time try to make it a little more soft and intimate, or is are you getting the sort of the green light to just, hey, I like this too, let's uh, let's pretend like well, we're born stars. I think that was kind of a way to avoid that soft and intimate thing, maybe well, what's for funny, both of us. That's more my nature. Yeah, my my nature is more soft, sensual. And I, she's like, I want it hard. I think somewhere, like, if you got a, a psychologist to, like, dissect this, I think that was my way of making all that okay and not, I don't making know, almost okay. like, I mean, it was so early on. Like, I want this to be, like, hot, passionate sex and not about the, because I get so attached. Yeah, I get so attached and clearly I had feelings in this yeah. relationship before you did. And I think that was kind of my wall and it was what we were both comfortable with and we right. were both enjoying it. So, cause now, I mean, not that that doesn't happen, <laughs> but, but I tease her now, but he teases me because I don't, I don't ask for that. It's not my preference. And I'm not even sure if it really was then that was just kind of, well, it was what you were communicating. It was what, it was what I was needing at that time. And I don't know why that is. Well, I tease her because now it's like, she just wants soft, sweet sex. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, and then, I, you know, the, the fucking happens when it's somebody else. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And another thing that maybe we don't talk about enough is how like soft and passionate you are. I mean, you are just that way. And I watch you. I'm more of a lover than a fucker. Yeah, and I'll watch you even with other women. And I think that you're more sensual and, and like, touchy. Like, you hold close and you're you're just more touchy-feely than a lot of the guys in the lifestyle are. Hmm. I, think they like, very, I, I think it's good. I think they like it. Yeah, that's very interesting. I because, don't hear any complaints. Uh, yeah, well, it, <laughs> Yeah, there's multiple reasons for that probably, but that's that, that is very interesting because uh, you know I think that again generalizing here a little bit, but most women probably aren't as into the sort of the porn type sex. I mean that's kind of a guy fantasy most of the time. Right. And, yeah. Again generalizing, but uh, you know it's it's interesting that when you're in the lifestyle tea that you are you're sort of giving women a more sensual uh, soft experience that might actually be one of the reasons why you're so popular in these clubs well i don't know, I don't know if that's <laughs> the case but um yeah it's it's interesting because 
uh, I think it's easier to be the porn star type sex yeah. in the lifestyle because you're not having much of an emotional connection with yeah. people. Yeah. You're you're in a freaking orgy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> orgy. Well, not always in an orgy. I know, orgy. but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, anyways, that, you were going to move was, on? Yeah, well, that was a dumb question. It's hard to interview. It's harder to interview than I thought, so <laughs> delete that one. Uh, okay, so we've talked, you guys have talked on the podcast prior about the conversation and, um, you know, what led up to talking about the lifestyle. Again, I want to kind of double back on that and talk more about what's going on inside your heads. And so as you are having this discussion, T, uh, with A, about, hey, what about going to a sex club? I mean, is your heart just going uh, a thousand beats a minute? Are you scared? Are you turned on? What's going through your head when you're having this conversation? Um, you know, it was a conversation that was more not like maybe I can talk her into this. It was more like this girl meets my same level of perviness and it was something that we just kind of concluded together. Um, so it, it was more like, well, what do you think? Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cause we're both, we both, when we mentioned this before, we're both people watchers. We're both porn watchers and we're like, what's the best people watching we could do live porn so where could we do it and that's how we got into this was just wanting to watch so it was not really like nervous like oh can i talk her into this although do you remember we used to joke about you asked me you're like is this a relationship or is this a uh, are we just friends with benefits yeah and the running joke between us early on was well, just tell me you want to have a threesome, and then I'll know. That would oh, be our way of yeah. communicating. You just want friends with benefits. Yeah, because I thought if he, yeah, if he's wanting to have a threesome, then it's this is just about sex. Yeah, this is just fun. Yeah. And so we used to. It was like a running joke that that was the case. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how it changed. Do Do you I, know how? I don't know, but I I know that when we had our threesome, we had that conversation on the car ride home <laughs> about about that joke and how. And here we are about yeah. to do it. Yeah. Six in the, at six in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Six in the morning. Yeah. So same question again to you, A. So are you, are you sitting, I mean, it sounds like maybe there's a little bit of doubt because if I remember correctly in the, in the chronology, had you had the threesome before you went to the club or was that after no, you started? we actually went to like a, a lifestyle party very early on, like three months in, but we didn't do anything. We were just kind of wallflowers. Um, we did that maybe a couple times before the actual threesome happened. Um, what was so you you had already had the the conversation. I was just trying to get kind of how you were feeling, uh, what what was going through your mind when you were having the conversation about going down to the club. Oh well, when we had the conversation, it was more just I think I think how it happened was we were talking about people watching and porn, and T said, "I this is how I remember it." You said something like, "You know, there's." clubs where people have sex in them and i was like what no there's not yeah. i didn't believe i when i thought about Sweet that i thought it was girl. like yeah like underground stuff like this has to be illegal what are you talking about and so i think that's kind of how it happened and then we started looking online at the clubs and the more i read about it i loved it i was just eat up with that just reading through and looking at pictures and so yeah that's I, right you found them all i found it yeah so i mean it's not like it's not like he had this in the back of his mind and was wanting to talk me into it. I think it more became about just our common interest and just 
uh, yeah, curiosity. And no way were we jumping into the lifestyle yeah, no, in our minds. It right. was more we were going to watch. We had absolutely have sex. no intention right. of that. And when that even became a thought in my head, it made me super uneasy because I was yeah. still pretty insecure about our relationship. Yeah. I would say for the first year. Yeah. Well, so. and you've talked before about your progression about uh, sort of the voyeur side, and then also the exhibitionist side when you started doing it on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, and again, I think that's been great going through that, uh, following you guys on the podcast through that progression. So I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Yeah. And you're sort of established, established that you have great chemistry together, you've established that you want to explore the lifestyle. You've been through the early sort of uh, uh, feeling out of, of what it's going to be like, and now you are actively participating. So I want to know what did each of you feel like, and I guess we'll go, A, we'll go back to you first. What did you feel like the first time you saw T kiss another woman? The first time you saw him get and or give oral? And then the first time you saw him have sex? Those three sort of situations. What are the feelings like? Anything interesting Which you want to share? Which is funny because probably not in that order would I put it in. Like on a scale of, oh, that's hot to, ooh, that kind of makes me uncomfortable. Because of all those things, the only thing that kind of made my heart stop was when you kissed our friend that we had the threesome with. And was that? And at I think the that house? was because it was the first. Wasn't that the first time? Yeah. Okay, that's really the only reason I referenced her. I don't know that it had anything to do with the fact that it was her. But the first time you kissed somebody else, that was a little testing. So it was like in the midst of you kissing her, feeling you yeah. guys were naked, yeah. and then just this. There's just something probably about probably this innocent kiss. Yeah. What There's just something, about, and, I, and honestly, it doesn't have anything to do with her because I had to even think: was it her or was it? It may have been. Somebody mm-hmm. in Dallas, it was the first time. But that just, that act is so much. And I think there's a lot of lifestyle people that would agree. Because I've heard some other podcasts where they'll soft swap, but they did, they had no kissing rules. Mm-hmm. Because that, it's like the pretty woman rule. Yeah. Like you can have sex, but you can't kiss because it's intimate. Yeah. So, and obviously it didn't like make me want to stop. It wasn't scary. It took a couple seconds. And I was like, oh, okay, that's hot. But... I think the first time it happened, it probably made me go, ooh, that's okay. All right. So that was harder than watching me have sex? Than watching you, like someone going down on you. I don't know why. Probably because it's something being done to you and it's hot. Like, versus me doing something. Versus you, yeah. Like, so any difference in the giving or receiving of oral when you're watching T get get oral versus give oral? I don't remember that really bothering me i want to say maybe the first time i was also like it would have been, down there with you it would have been a threesome yeah yeah so i don't think that like bothered me <laughs> well did it you're doing it together like what yeah, was we the emotion were doing it was together it? um that's a that's a weird scenario because this was a friend and so most of my emotions are tied to that okay so and think that about it was the first time but first couple the first couple remind me who that was <laughs> Probably Oklahoma City. Yes, was it was it? Colette. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was freaking hot. Um, I nothing that you did to her or that she did to you like bothered me at all. I was more yeah. concerned in that moment about engaging with the husband. So I thought it was hot. I thought it was real hot. First, it, first of all, it helps that and I know we've talked about this in a, in a previous podcast, but it helps that she was like the get at the club. She was it. Like to me, she walked in and the entire place was hers. I mean, she owned the place. And so to watch him engage with her was really hot. 
and I got to play too. So that that none of that was just really sexy. And now, I mean, I get more turned on watching tea, give, take, whatever, kiss. I mean, all that stuff I think is is super hot. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't affect me negatively. Well, I agree totally with you about the kissing. That is the sort of the strangest thing, ironically. Uh, but there, there sort of is, a, um, for whatever reason, a societal rule about intercourse, uh, the first moment of actual penetration that's sort of, uh, you know, you've crossed the line there, whether or not it's, you know, I think in our heads we've, we've decided that kissing is weirder, but, the, yeah. you know, if you were to tell a total stranger, it, it would be the, the sex part. So. Yeah. Well, don't get me so, wrong. I, I mean, like our first full swap, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm taking out the, the friend experience because sure. that's different. But the first full swap, I want to say, like, didn't I have my hand down there? Like, I wanted to be so much a part of it that I wanted to feel when it went in. Like, Not, you you had your hand on me the first time we interacted oh, yeah, to was, see if yeah. I was going to do that. But still, it was like a... It was a rush. It was. It's hard to explain because yeah. it's like uncomfortable, but it's hot. It's just a bunch of nervous energy. It's super nervous energy. It's like, oh my gosh, what? Oh my gosh, what's going Scared, on? What's going but on? Excited. What is it? So, what's happening? <laughs> so, so when you realize it's it's happening, um, you're just you're you. I mean, you're just kind of in the in the zone. You you're sort of having an out of body experience. Kind hey, of. Yeah. Yeah, kind and, of. And that same night, so the setting aside the the threesome with the, with the friend that same night, do you both um, have intercourse with the couple or is it just, is, is it a while yes. before? So how many times T do you have sex before a does with someone else? Um, I did. Yeah. Probably a couple times. Yeah. Probably a couple, a threesome. And then there was another local couple we went out with. And I had sex with her. And that just became like my comfort level. That yeah. was really what I, if I could have tattooed it on, you know, this is us. This is permanently yeah. us. And it was Take my it comfort level too. Yeah. It, it was both of our comfort level. Yeah. Um, and then. That's so brave of you, T, for that to be your comfort level. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? He's so yes. sacrificial. But really it was more me. I think he would have been more comfortable with it than I would have been. Not early on. Maybe no, not early no. on. but No, because this, I... Going into this experience and this lifestyle, I felt like I was personally like full on attacking my fears because like I in previous relationships have been kind of jealous or possessive and, you know, maybe it's maturity, maybe it's what I've gone through in failing marriages, but I, you know, I'm like, you know what, this possessive nature of mine is bullshit. I need to over, you know, overcome it. And this was... I, you know, ex this was part of my goal in doing this. I was going to challenge myself and I was with somebody I trusted would, you know, respect the way I felt and kind of hold my hand through it. Mm -hmm. And if I needed to yank it back, she would, you know, jump back or, you know. And we did. Yeah. I mean, I was just remembering we had, we had some hurdles. Sure. Sure. So that's a great segue T, because I was going to ask you again, the same questions. So what's it what's it like the first time you see a kiss someone else? Um, so I'm assuming you're referring to kissing a man because yes, well, yes, yeah. <laughs> because well, I, so kissing girls, you know, that's hot. Guys like that, but for me, it's a little weird because I'm not like most guys where 
she was just like, well, you're going to love if I just, you know, make out with girls and do things with girls. And I was like, eh, how come you get to and I don't? <laughs> so selfish. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that doesn't sound that much fun for me. So it really, it may be a turn on if I get to do it too. Um, but that being aside, when she first was interacting with another man, it, man, it, I was a ball of energy, like just nervous, like, this feels so weird. I'm turned on, but I'm freaked out. And I remember one of the first interactions was this couple that we were talking about. And we were on the dance floor. And the woman is, you know, being very aggressive with her, me. She's kissing me. She's putting her hands on me. And her, her husband, I mean, he played it perfectly. He was kind of just hanging back, letting his wife, you know, set the mood. And A, just slowly but surely got more and more comfortable with him. And we're all dancing on the dance floor. And she, and A, leans over and whispers in my ear that um, he just stuck his hand up her dress. <laughs> and I, I mean, like, I just had this flood of, or this rush of nerves. And I'm like, that's turn on but what the what the fuck is going on like I it just I I didn't have an explanation for it but I knew I was okay you know I knew she was okay like if I was uncomfortable she would walk out the door I wasn't gonna lose her like right. so it, it was fun and so that night we did a little playing where she you know made out with them in fact I've got this gorgeous woman on my lap kissing me making out with me you know playing with going down on me. And I remember at one point I stopped her cause I, for the first time, um, actually we played with another couple before this the night before and a guy went down on a, and it really didn't even phase me. Like it, it could have been because the husband or because the wife was going down on me while the husband was going down on her. But it's a whole nother story when she actively does something. <laughs> and that to me just ups the ante for me and it's a turn on and it makes me nervous. And so we're playing with this couple and you know, this gorgeous girl, which a describes is the catch of, of the building. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I tell her, can you just stop for a second? I want to see what's going on over here. Cause I've never seen her do this before. And she's like, really? And I said, yeah. And, and a was in the process of going down on this guy. And I'm like, holy shit, this is really happening. And it, uh, again, it just, you know, when, when people get this anxiety and these nerves, they automatically assume they're bad. And I had always assumed that, but I'm like, it, they're not, they're, they're fun. If you yeah. engage them and you challenge yourself and it, um, and now when I have my quiet moments to myself where I, you know, think about, what's hot to me or what's sexy, my thoughts go to, in my mind, watching her play with other men in our experiences. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, how weird is that? Not these gorgeous women that I've interacted with, but the men that she's interacting with and, and what she's doing to them or having done to her. Like, that's what seems to turn me on more than anything. That's, that's great. Yeah, it's weird. So, <laughs> I'm weird. <laughs> so when is the first time that A has sex with someone else? And uh, I think you, you, did a, you did a great job, and I think the feelings probably, if I'm guessing, are going to be similar. But that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big it deal was, for a guy. So, it was a really big deal. Yeah. Um, 
and we just, I think we may have shared this story. Well, I know we shared this story before, but we were on a bed. This is another visit to the Colette Club. And I remember A being on her stomach and him like uh, straddling her. And I thought they were having sex. I'm like, what? And we, he's, a hum- he's a humper. Yeah, I'm like, what the, f- <laughs> what? We didn't even discuss this. And on the way down, yeah, I'll bring this up because not everyone probably heard the first story. On the way down to Dallas, I'm like feeling her out because I'm thinking, let's, you know, let's take this step. And she's like, ah, I don't really know. I'm not, you know, I doubt it. I'm not really feeling it. And, you know, I'm, you know, trying to get mentally prepared for this. I'm trying to have this conversation and she's kind of blowing me off like, no, I, I doubt it, you know. And so suddenly we're in this position and she's like, hey, where are the condoms? And I'm like, <laughs> what? We're going to do this? Is, well, this the, is this the single guy? No, 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 no. no. This, this is the was couple. the couple. And we had interacted with them before. And so that's why we were talking about it. We knew they'd be there. Like mm-hmm. if yeah. we're going to, it's going to be with somebody I'm comfortable with. And, and so if it's them or nobody, like we're yeah. not, we're not full swapping with anybody else. And, and I still had that whole creepy dude thing in my head. Like all the guys were creeping me out. It was just not something I was completely comfortable with, but that night, and I'll tell you what it was. This is, this is important that people probably identify with or would want to know, but that night and what made me shift gears about him was the love that he had for his wife. And that, I think I even pointed that out to you. Like, this is cool. Like she would go off and she'd be dancing on the pole or, gosh, touching tea or I don't even know, but whatever she was doing, he did not take his eyes off of her. And he made some comments, um, you know, here and there about just how beautiful she was and how wonderful she was. And mm-hmm. I mean, and that's why, you know, I see a lot of that in, in tea too. You guys are in the sex club with naked, beautiful women everywhere. And you love the one you came with and Mm -hmm. and you can feel that and I think that was kind of my fear with the men and the lifestyle going into it was they weren't all going to be like T they were just there to have sex with other people and I think there probably are those men out there well I'm sure they're there to have sex with other people but they're not all about other people that's what I mean I feel like I feel like my fear was they're just here because they don't want to have sex with their wife right they're just here because they're not getting their needs met and I think that's where a lot of people that's where the stigma is with yeah. this. Like, well, what's wrong with your relationship? Yeah. That you have to go have sex with other people. And I feel like there's not very many people that get that like we do. Right. And that night, I felt like they got that. Like right. they... so, so back to the scene. So back to the scene. Back to the scene. So um, we're in this position and she's like, oh, where are the condoms? And I'm like, I was kind of in that mode. Like, yeah, this is going to happen. But typically up to this point, it's I'm the one driving here. And yeah. I'm the one when it's like, okay, I'm going to put a condom on, and this is what's going to happen. Instead, it was like, she's like, yeah, where are the condoms? And I'm like, whoa, what's going on over there? What, are they having sex right now? Like, Because it kind of was a little confusing for yeah. me. And before you know it, he's got a condom on, and they're off to the races. And I'm like, <laughs> this, oh. And, and immediately, my focus is over there, and not what's what in fr- what's right in front of me. And I've was not fully up for the yeah. the uh the experience. Uh I gave an effort, mm-hmm. but it was it was a poor effort. And so I think uh, we I think we tapped. Yeah, we, I tapped out. Yeah. I tapped out. We quit. Huh. Yeah. That was our first Interesting. hurdle. Interesting. Yeah. So uh what, what and what was different uh similar 
story I, I the great line that a had about about the single guy is should i let should i blow my blow his mind and let him have sex with me so <laughs> by that time um a lot different tea a lot different and just uh easier for you to to watch and yeah and- so one of the things so one of the things behind the scene that we experienced was I became so distracted by her in good ways, it affected my ability to perform. And it it was weird. I, I just I was more concerned about her than I was any other And then I well and then I think in that specific moment it was probably similar to how I was feeling our first threesome when it was no longer about me, it was about you and I felt like I was outside of the experience and that's probably how you felt when you tapped out. Like, yeah, okay, I'm not having fun right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh yeah. And, and I'm uncomfortable. If it was now, I could just take a step back yeah. and appreciate it. Well now it. we yeah. do that. I right. mean, I've walked to the other room. I've gone right. to the bathroom, you know, it's, it's a lot different now, but yeah. that was a long so, time ago. With that being said, when she did that, um, I had taken one of these magic fairy dust pills and was, <laughs> totally on my a game and uh she knew i was you should clarify you what? weren't ta- i mean that almost sounds like you were taking drugs like ecstasy or something <laughs> oh, no i was taking, was taking a boner fer- pill. Dust, not <laughs> he was dust. taking a boner pill yeah, yeah. sorry an boner herbal pill. Boner an herbal pill. boner pill and she could tell i was not having any issues because i think i was having sex with somebody at that point yeah and so um how i felt at that point there was a level of comfort with george yeah, I guess we can say George. Oh, yeah. uh, level level of comfort with George, and and it was on the same bed I was on, and and honestly, I was thinking, this is going to be I I want to watch like this is going to be entertaining. So yeah, there was a definite difference, um, and and I mean, really, she's only been with two guys. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm sure I'm up for a whole bunch more of emotional hurdles. Yeah, and yeah. for me, it's nervous. But yet, that sounds exciting. So, um, you know, who knows what what will unfold. And, you know, we had that episode, what, 20? No, it wasn't. It was maybe 18 where it was role reversal where A, you know. She was was in into the guy. Yeah. And I, you know, I was on the outside. So it, it, uh. It make it. It's kind of fun. It's we had somebody. I don't know if we've ever said this, but we had somebody, just vanilla person in the pool. The first time we ever went to a lifestyle party at the hotel, tell us that I think they'd been married for like thirty or forty years, and I may have joked around about. So what's your secret? And she said, "Never get comfortable," mm-hmm. and that's kind of become our um, motto. Our motto. Our yeah. relationship motto, and. We, you know, we'll refer to that when we get in these, these situations, like, you know, never get comfortable. And, and I kind of like the DP thing. Like I like not having it. It's just this like pipe dream because I don't want to, I don't want to get comfortable. Well, I, I look at that never get comfortable when I think of kind of the typical unhappily married people and coming from a marriage that didn't work, you know, people get comfortable and they get, you know, they quit trying or they, you know, they don't challenge themselves or their relationship doesn't grow. And that's what well, I that see. Well, that too. But yeah. I mean, just applying it to the lifestyle, <laughs> it's, you know, because I think about like those couples, you know, we're, we're comfortable with them and that's fun, but you still 
want to challenge it a little yeah, bit. You still, you still it's want like to challenge a, those it's, emotions. It's like the the lifestyle version of of CrossFit. Compete every day. <laughs> it is. Compete <laughs> every day. Never get comfortable. Compete every day. Okay, so I want to ask you guys kind of some rapid fire stuff about okay. the lifestyle because I think we've done a good job of getting some of the background stuff and. Now you're old pros with a with a podcast. So you're looking sweat, for short sweat. answers. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be short answers, but I do I do want to make sure I get to all this because some of this I think is pretty fun. So uh, this is my favorite question that I kind of jotted down. A, what is the frequency of orgasm when you're in a lifestyle event? Ugh, for me or yeah. for someone in for general? you for, for you me, for you to get off. It's only happened one time. One what time, so maybe twice. What? Oh wait. So anybody other than no. T ever do it? I don't ever. think so. Not not no. The times that it has, it's been it's been T. Wait wait I'm wait. Trying wait, to think wait. if I I was thinking of. And I'm thinking I'm you. talking male or female. Hang on, I gotta pop my back. Oh, you mean like in general, not me, because I don't really get off very easily. <laughs> no no no. I was asking you get off, but it, it didn't. I wasn't. I didn't mean it had to be a, a guy getting off. Could be a girl. But anybody oh. other than T ever get you off in a lifestyle? No. So for you, the frequency is zero. Yes. <laughs> do you, in your interactions with other women in the lifestyle, do you find that that is a, a, a common trait, that it's sort of not, uh, women are not getting off a lot, or, or do you um, find... It depends. I mean, I think there's a lot of women out there like me that need it how they need it, and their men are the only ones that know how to do that. I mean, I've noticed that. Like, mm -hmm. there's women that you can go down on them for an hour, but as soon as their husband's with them, it's like five minutes. Yeah. But yeah. I also think a lot of the girl-on-girl -girl stuff is just heating up the the car, you know, like just sure. warming it up. It's not um, it's not usually seen through the end. Do you think that you'll be able to maybe experience that as you get more more comfortable? Uh, or I'm weird. I mean, well, I'll say this: we got a new toy oh, yeah. that seems to help ramp. So we'll things just up. take that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just. I've had this thought too. So at one party we were at the ice storm episode, um, we played with three different couples back in a room. Yeah. And at one point. I a was on the bed and one guy was going down on her. The other one was making out with her and uh, she faked an orgasm. And I thought, Oh my God, she got off. Like yeah. I was like, you know, I'm convincing. I was turned on. I was, you know, I was like, is that is something that's uh, maybe a common, uh, probably yeah. oh, for sure. a fake. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. Uh, probably. Probably. Maybe. Uh -oh. I don't know. Well, I meant for you, a, um, no, no, not with, not with T. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he knows the jig is up. <laughs> Are there times with you in the lifestyle when you're with a, a woman or man where you just kind of want to politely yeah. end it? And so you, you kind of go to that. Oh, that. I think, I think T did that. I don't yeah, that I faked one, one time with what? you, remember? We were oh. in the room with a couple and he was very vocal and it was distracting. Oh, and I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. play like I finished. We're just going <laughs> to pretend, you. yeah. And then we ended up having sex when we got back to the room. But yeah. Now, okay. I, I definitely have. Because here's the thing. I I can't go all night like some of these women. I It, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it, I get sore. So there's certain people that will go at it really hard. And I can't take that for very long. So yeah. yes, I've faked that. And surprisingly... Women, there's been some women rough that are women. rough, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and some of them are very soft and sensual, and that's why I like women because they're sweet and they know you know they take their time. But there's others that I mean, they're they're, they're watching living, the same porn, yeah, they're living life like porn stars and they're you know with their hand, and that just doesn't do it for me. 
That's hilarious. So <laughs> this leads into we're talking about orgasms. So there's a great story that you guys totally glossed over, which oh, is Lord. the party trick, as you call it, day. And that is uh, so. If I remember, let me set this up and see if I'm I'm right here. Correct me if I'm wrong. But you're. This is the the the. The Ice Bowl 2014, right? Yes. You're frozen. In. Takes you seven hours to get to Dallas, whatever. Uh, and uh, you is that the first time you meet George? Yeah. Yes. And he's having a conversation about how he can make any woman squirt. Yes. And you guys are both not believing it. And yeah. he says, "Give me 30 seconds, I can do it." And holy crap, he succeeds. So yes. Yeah. Give us a little. Give us some details uh, about how that how that went down. Well, Let me tell the story better than I just did. Okay. <laughs> Well, we were, um, that was the ice storm. There was nobody there. There was, I say there was nobody there. There were six of us, right? Yeah, there was maybe there was, 12 people in this club. Yeah, there's six of us on the bed, just kind of playing. George and his date, um, who at this point we had interacted very little with, are sitting kind of on the chairs. This is the voyeur room. So they're sitting on the chairs just watching. And then there may have been sprinkled people um, in those chairs also watching. Um, and... I don't even remember how the conversation started, but I think one of the girls may have. He was engaging with us while we were on the bed. Yeah. He was like talking to us. Well, and I think he was even with her on the bed at at this point and said something about squirting. And it was so laid back, the feel there that night, because there weren't very many of us. I think it played out perfectly because if it was a big crowd of people, there's no way I would have been game for that. But he said, oh, yeah, I can make any girl squirt. I mean, you guys have heard George. He's very confident. He does not lack in confidence. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can make any girl squirt. Well, I called him on it. Bullshit. No, you can't. Because I I don't orgasm very easily. I think we had maybe tried it. I've tried it. I want to say it was with you. I don't know. I don't (laughs) think so. I thought, no, I'm just not. That's not going to work. But. I'm I'm glad that you think you can. No, I I can do it. Give me thirty seconds. Uh, okay, and so I just jumped up there. I don't even know if I. No, he said you need to go to the bathroom, and you got up and went to oh, the bathroom. Yeah. And I remember this very vividly because this is one of those images of my in my mind that was a total turn on. Because a always is checking in with me, or you know, at this point, rarely leaves my side, mm-hmm. and gets up, goes to the bathroom, comes back. I'm having a girl going down on me. Well, and I, I think, was feeling very confident that night because I also walked to the bathroom naked. Yeah. Well, it's because it was empty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she comes back and this girl's going down on me. So she was probably thinking, well, pff, he's, he's content. Yeah. And she just hops up on this bed and, you know, at this point hasn't had a lot of en- engaging of other men and like on her knees kind of walks up to him on this bed. And it, to me, it was very like... Um, scientific. I mean, it was. That sounds so silly, but it wasn't like, ooh, come here and touch me. Yeah, it was, it, it, I want to see how you do this. It was very scientific right. to me. So now she's like chest to chest with this guy, yeah. both of them kneeling. Yeah, well, he's like walking me through it. He's like, okay, get on your knees. And he's on his knees. He's stark naked and his, you know, eight inch dong is straight up. And <laughs> it's an eight or nine. I don't I want to offend him. Uh, it probably wasn't down. <laughs> Or it wasn't up, it was probably down. <laughs> anyway, he's like, okay, get on your knees and you have to touch me, like chest to chest. So we're chest to chest and he just gets one hand up there and, I mean, not a hand, maybe he, two fingers. Two fingers. Two fingers, cup, and just starts I, 
just starts jamming it in and out really hard. And it doesn't feel good. I mean, it's not like, oh, this feels awesome. I'm going to squirt. I was like, this guy's retarded and there's no (laughs) way he's finally met his match. This isn't happening. And before I could even wrap my head around what was going on, soaking wet, warm, you know, and I had I not, and I think that's why he made me go to the bathroom. Had I not just gone to the bathroom, I would have thought I just peed all over the bed. Cause that's what it felt like. (laughs) And I think it was a shock to him and if he was sitting here, he would he would probably say he he called me an anomaly because Why? because I didn't it wasn't sexual to me. Well, it didn't sound like you were feeling sexual going no. into it. No, but I and I, but even the times that we've done it since, it's like weird. Like it's fascinating to me. <laughs> one, how it works. Two, how he can do it so fast, and it doesn't. It, I mean, it doesn't feel bad, but it doesn't feel good. It's not like, oh my God, I'm coming. It's not like an orgasm. No. It it's feel, not. You, I think there's some sense of release, but it's yeah, not it's an like, orgasm. Yeah, it's like, it's just cool. Well, I yeah. think I remember T telling me there was a pool party mm-hmm. not long after that oh, yeah. where you sort of like challenged him, or not challenged him, but you're like, let me see if he can do this again. And yeah. sure enough, he did, right? I think he may have even like, you know, cockily, cocky, is that cockily? <laughs> said, you want to see something cool? And, and, had me jump up on the rocks and did it again or whatever. well yeah i think we played upstairs and then we were outside just chatting and next thing i know he's got his hand up her yeah. skirt and he's making well, her do it again i think there was another girl that was with us and he was like you want to see something cool and <laughs> yeah and that was interesting for me because here he's being very forward with you know we're not like naked on the bed playing or having sex and I found it, I was really turned on by it. And A was actually concerned, I remember you sharing this afterwards. You're like, I, you know, I didn't know, like, if that would be upsetting to you. But it otherwise would, but for whatever reason in this setting, it didn't. It was a turn on. Well, let's switch gears. That's that's a hilarious story. Um, Let's switch gears to the uh, other side. T, what is, your listeners are dying to hear, what is the etiquette? For the male orgasm in the lifestyle. Yeah, that is a great question, <laughs> and not a very clear answer. Um, the male etiquette. So this is my understanding. As long as you have a condom on, it's you're fine. Um, my feeling is, if you're with a woman, unless she's telling you, "Oh shit, I'm gonna get off," like you're close or. I think you're good to just go whenever. I mean, obviously you don't want to get in and let it go and have it be 15 (laughs) seconds long. But, um, you know, I think after some time you, you should then orgasm or come in, in a, in a condom and be done. Um, but without a condom, like, I don't, I don't know what the, the proper etiquette is because if a woman's going down on you, and she's super into it, like you know. I'm sure you got to have that conversation, or I don't know if I you... think you. I think that's when you say, "Oh, I'm gonna come." Yeah. And then she either keeps going, and that's her own. That's her problem. Yeah, that's true. So you know, one of the stories, which was really new, really a unique experience for us, was we went to this party that turned out to be like this orgy, and you know, these girls were all about these guys coming on them. And I was like, this is the first time we've ever seen this. And it, it was kind of a tight-knit group. It was, you know, six, five couples, four couples, um, which 
I thought was a lot of fun because mm -hmm. this girl got on her knees in front of me and a couple others and you know, one girl's licking my balls and one Well, that there's more to that. They wanted these guys to like line up and all come all over them. Like you mm. guys were just yanking it and coming on them. It was the weirdest thing. It was I think there's a word for that though. Bukaki. Yeah, exactly. It I was mean, a little they, bit they like that. It all over their face and yeah, but other. I mean, that I didn't see that coming because up until then, it. I don't know what the etiquette is, and I've had this question myself. But what I've seen is, you know, most of it is safe play. Everyone's using a condom, and in your experience, a, and from what I've seen, others and myself, as long as you have a condom on, you just. Yeah. Come whenever. Yeah. A, have you ever had to deal with um, with this issue with obviously through something other than intercourse uh, with someone other than T, like uh, dealing with? <laughs> have you ever had to give someone a high five like you did T the uh, first no, time? No, <laughs> no. Getting it in my hair? I don't think so. I'm not. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll play along and I'll pretend like we're on a porn, but I'm not about people coming in my face or my hair. <laughs> I'm really weird about my hair, especially. So, yeah, I definitely, I was not in that lineup that night. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had, I haven't had that issue. It's an it, interesting question because it's, uh, you know, something you deal with in your own relationship as a guy. Uh, if if you're going to go multiple times um, where you have this sort of, t this cleanup period uh, where you, like, if you're t with your wife, you're talking about who's taking the kids to soccer the next day. You can't really do that at a club, right? So yeah. it's just kind of I've always uh, wondered what the etiquette is on this. So, hey, first time you're with a girl and you're going down, how in the world do you know what to do? I have a vagina. That's easy. Okay, I'm more so worried about how how did you guys know what to do the first time? I mean, I have one. That's easy. I was well, a pro. <laughs> who, who did we? She took a lot of pride in her ability to go down on a woman, and and uh, it almost felt like competitive with me. <laughs> Like the first few times, yeah, like, like she liked it way better when I did it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it for a long time. And I mean, I still do, but I think, especially at first, because one, it was, it was a new, novel new and exciting. And two, I didn't have any interest in the men. So yeah. that was fun for me. So do you keep like notches on how many, how many women you've taken to completion? I don't, and I'll be honest, the last, like, I don't know if it was the last time we went, but there was a night where really wasn't feeling it like yeah. i just decided i wasn't a lesbian that night <laughs> like i don't know just i don't really want to go down on her and i'm not yet i bet that was also the night i didn't want four dudes to come on my face so maybe i just wasn't in the mood yeah that was a that sounds like a fun night all right so <laughs> some more rapid fire stuff these are going to be totally unrelated uh but interesting to me at least so, uh, do you worry at all? You hinted about safety. Do you guys worry at all about STDs? Um, I wouldn't say we worry about them. Um, I think we make sure that we're safe. Uh, you know, we we only play safe and we get tested. So, I typically don't worry about it. No. I mean, everybody uses condoms. So, it's not like... I, I've never... In fact, seen anybody not? Well, maybe I have. You have, but they came together. True. So, what since you guys have become um, celebrities? Uh, what's the craziest thing you've gotten so far 
from social media, from Twitter, from your website, uh, any crazy tweets, emails to share. <laughs> Fun. Twitter is just crazy in general. Yes, it yeah, is. We, we get people who definitely like have a particular fetish yeah. and they want to know details about, yeah. you know, there's, I think, uh, the, cuckolds. the cuckolds the cuckolds yeah. are weird <laughs> yeah they want to know about a and sex positions, positions yeah they want to and... know like what position i was in and yeah um are like that that was a great full frontal picture a but if you could send one where you're with a donkey like, holding <laughs> yes, a lettuce in your like that. hand yeah yeah, like yeah. That. But I, I, I don't think, think that I, I'm not judging these... by the way I'm not judging <laughs> that sounded judgmental I'm not judging no. yeah whatever floats your boat but yeah. no I think I think what goes on at least some of the time is these guys are probably in the marriage that T was in yeah. and yeah. they can't maybe watch porn or they can't go to these clubs or whatever and so they kind of have this life on Twitter Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's probably the majority of that. And so those private conversations that they send wanting yeah. to know what position, they're just having cyber sex. They're just living out these fantasies. Yeah. And so, whatever. Well, and there's a lot of... It's harmless. There's a lot me. of male admirers of A on Twitter. And and couples, too. But we get a lot of, oh, if what the things I would do to her or, yeah. you know, oh, suddenly yeah. we'll get a private message of a large penis and <laughs> it's harmless though it's fun yeah. and all in good fun t uh manages all that so he gets to deal with it yeah he's, he's your filter yeah so how would you guys deal if you uh, deal with it if you're outed uh with your with your children with your family with your other vanilla friends uh have you prepared or thought about no, that at all i wouldn't deal with that very well at all i'm just gonna make sure that doesn't happen um yeah. i wouldn't care i i think Going through a divorce um, and some of the things that I, you know, admitted to my my parents, I wouldn't really be worried about anyone else knowing um, about anything I was doing. I, I so I'm not really it's worried the, about it. It's I guess I well, in general, I care more about what people think about me probably than you do. But it's the kids. It's kids and moms, and I don't want that judgment. Yeah, while raising like children, the ignorance yeah. of not yeah. knowing. Yeah, what it's and that's about. all it is. They just don't know. But I don't. I'm not out on a mission like, kind of like the um, who am I thinking of? Um, Holly and Michael. Michael. Yeah, to educate the public and be out. And it, I think that's great and that's wonderful for them. But I just listening to them talk gives me anxiety because sure. I couldn't do that. Sure. Well, I think it's, would it be fair to say, A, that if there weren't kids in the equation, you'd be much, much oh, less yeah. worried about it. Yeah. Yes. So it's not, it's not that you're feeling any shame at all about your decisions. You're just no. saying, hey, these aren't my child's children's right. decisions. They're mine, and I don't want them to have to pay for my right. decisions. Yes. And, and, and I've total. even shared a lot of this with some of my vanilla friends. I mean, I'm not, if it's somebody that I, that I know, and they know me, and they know my heart, then I have no problem explaining to them what this is and why we do what we do. It's the people that don't know that I, I don't want to deal with the judgment. Yes. Do you think that you will ever evolve to a polyamorous situation, or do you think that it's lifestyle until you get bored with it and back, back to vanilla? <laughs> I say no. I... I wouldn't say we're ever probably going to be back to vanilla because I think once 
a mind is expanded it can't contract you know so i don't know i think we'll have ups and downs though yeah i think you know i see if this got to i mean if we had a baby if you know whatever you're gonna have moments where it's not a it's not something you want to do and i think that we'll we'll get through that yeah having george's baby would put a real (laughs) damper on our lifestyle (laughs) damn it Uh, if george and a had a baby uh that would be if uh, if george and i had a baby we would claim it was tom's and nobody would ever know (laughs) that's yeah that's that's a that's a thought right there it's another one i didn't have written on my possible responses list that's a question that i have though i always say that has that ever happened sure i mean there there was a time and it would be so far-fetched but i it was probably last summer where i was like oh my god what if i was pregnant and I mean, so many things would have to happen. My, I'm on birth control. Uh, the condom would have to break. It would, you know, it would have to, the stars would have to align. But what would you do? And has that ever happened? Yeah, it's freaky. That. that sort of happened to me last year. So, <laughs> uh, just wasn't George. I hope. Uh, <laughs> all right. So God forbid. God forbid. Uh, two of my dearest friends in the world break up. Uh, and I hope it doesn't happen. It won't ever happen. But God forbid, theoretically, do you stay in the lifestyle? Oh, you switch, you switch your profile from really great couple to really great guy. So yeah. go. I moved to Dallas and I become George's sex toy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. I think we've talked about that, but I think I, I jokingly say, well, I would have no problem. I could you would go have no problem fitting into the lifestyle by myself. I mean, mm. I could go down there and be, be a unicorn. You would have to find a date. I think I would manage. You could probably manage. <laughs> Um, I think it goes back to that statement I made before where how can, when a mind's been expanded, yeah. go back, you know, I, I realize not just, oh yeah, this is great. We get to have sex with other people, but the benefits of this type of relationship and the openness and the acceptance and, and how would you go backwards? How would you go backwards? I, I don't met know. a lot of people in the lifestyle that are on second marriages. Yeah. And, I mean, Holly and Michael both. But Michael had been in the lifestyle before, is right. why I said that. So yeah. he probably felt that way. Like I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but he wouldn't have been in a relationship with somebody that wasn't somewhat open to that because that's who he was. Well, he uh, Holly was Mormon, so he couldn't have banked on that. He wouldn't have stayed with her. Alone. That's good. For, well, <laughs> hey, if you guys are listening, we we were talking out our asses right now. We have no but, idea. Well, probably not. I mean. If that was such a big part of his life, that would be hard to have a relationship with somebody that wasn't open to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. This this is my last uh, question here, and it's a, it's a multi-part question, so bear with me. Uh, yeah. Bucket list. I want to talk about the bucket list for you guys in the lifestyle. The or fuck just, it bucket list? The, the fuck, fuck it bucket, bucket. Yes, I know. You've touched on it before. Um, and, and the reason it's multi-part is because I have two things that I wanted you to specifically answer, if you don't mind. Number one... The cruise, the cruises, and you've talked about, and maybe you could share with your listeners about this possibility of you being a host or going on the cruise. And then secondly, do you think you'll ever pull the trigger on your massage fantasy? Oh, God. No. No. And I don't, well, I shouldn't say no. Maybe. Do we want to start, which word, where do we want to start? Let's start with the first one. Okay. The fuck it bucket list. Yes. And the cruise. The cruise. Yes, I think we'll go on a cruise. It's, It's a trip. It's being discussed right now. Yeah. Um, I think the cruise would be a blast. It sounds very intense, like night after night after night after night of parties and, you know, 
I almost said, I, I just stopped myself from saying gorgeous people because of all the ridicule I've gotten about yeah. attractive people. It sounds like a lot of fun, but I don't know that that's the ideal, and we're going to talk about it. We might do it, but to not be able to get away at all, we- I think a trip to like desire or um, hedonism may be better just because we can at least retreat to a room yeah. or to a beach well, or something. Well, and for me, we don't travel much, so it's not... I think if we were traveling somewhere every month, it would be awesome to go on a lifestyle cruise. But that may be our vacation, you know, for the year or for the summer or whatever. And so I want to be able to have at least some moments where it's about us. We should tell people that we went on a trip. We want to be able to tell people. (laughs) Where'd you guys go for five days? Uh, I don't know. We just saw the inside (laughs) of a cruise room. Uh, No, it's not even that at all. It's just I want to be able to have us time yeah. i mean two days in a row in dallas wears me out yeah. so i i need more it might be like vegas there might be a time limit yeah yeah i think so but i don't know i mean we've heard good things about these cruises and i think maybe there is some some getaway moments but i think that's more our style is going to yeah. a location yeah. so yeah. it'll probably I, happen I, I would love to, I, nobody asked me but i would love to also go to the <laughs> the land-based one sound a lot yeah 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 cruise. Uh, all right, so there's two. a, there's you a, a part two. you guys have talked about. I'm sorry, T, did I talk over you there? Yeah, so there was a part two to That's that question. That's yeah, just... so I was kind of moving on to that. Okay. So so there's a fantasy you guys have touched on before uh, about uh, sort of the stranger fantasy uh, and, a, and A, being massaged by a handsome, well-hung <laughs> gentleman and then that leading into sex. And you guys went so far as to put an ad out on Craigslist, identify a candidate, uh, he interviewed a candidate. Yeah, interviewed. Uh, there were there were pictures involved, and and maybe even some false starts. Um, maybe you could sort of update us on that. And and uh, again, do you think you'll ever pull the trigger on that? Well, part of it was I I feel like a does a lot to make sure that I have fun and I'm satisfied and I'm entertained and. That was kind of my way of, you know, and you've, we've all heard her say there's not a lot of options for women when it comes to men that she's attracted to. And and so it was like, well, this might be a nice treat for her. Um, you know, and I, I know she's has her reservations about it, but it might be a maybe a slow process. Not necessarily he comes over and they have sex, but, you know, maybe just the excitement of, oh, my gosh, this guy gave me a massage, saw me naked, whatever. Um, so we flirted with that idea and yes, I even met, you know, she picked a guy out of 200 emails. Uh, it was funny. She was like, this is a joke. Like, no, I'm not interested. This is, wait, who's this? (laughs) Like she saw this picture and she's like, no, this, this, this might work. I even Facebook stalked him because he emailed us from his actual email. Yeah. So, so, but what I learned after um quite a while of kind of asking and prodding the stars were going to have to align perfectly she was going to have to be a certain level of drunkenness and this guy was going to need to be johnny on the spot and show up within 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's usually after a couple drinks and yeah okay Yeah. yeah now we can come it's a it's a weird thing for me and honestly now that i'm thinking about it like where my comfort level with that now would be would be okay let's go meet him out for drinks the two of us Mm -hmm. 
and absolutely no plans of anything. And then maybe after a couple of drinks, okay, we can invite him home. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That sounds to me like, yeah, we'll do this. And it then she'll not. be like, hey, where are the condoms at when we got home? <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's creepy to me. Well, there's lots of things that worry me. One, we're inviting a stranger into our home. And two, I feel like there's no eject button when they're in yeah, your house. That, that's Well, her problem is... And and I know this about her is she has a hard time being assertive or, you know, saying uh, she goes with the flow just to avoid conflict or not yeah. wanting to ruffle feathers. So she has a, she'd have trouble saying I'm not interested. Yeah, I would. It would be a challenge. So yeah. um, any but, other any other things on the, the fuck it bucket list? Just double penetration. DP, it's going to stay there probably for a while. Well, my my. Bucket bucket list is to for us to potentially meet a young lady that wants to join us on a regular basis. Oh yeah, yeah that wants to clean and give blowjobs. Yeah. So if you know of any, send them <laughs> our way. She doesn't really have to clean, but no. She could, now we got a cleaning lady. She could give blowjobs. Blow <laughs> As part of our uh, bringing uh, more tolerance, uh, the homosexual community into this lifestyle i mean does it have to be a woman to clean and give blowjobs <laughs> is this an offer are you interested <laughs> are, are you interested is that oh, what you're no, asking no no it's making a bad joke well, that's all i have guys uh oh, well, that was awesome that, that was, that was you, interesting you need your own podcast yeah uh we'll we'll see when you edit uh whether or not i'm any good <laughs> very good so, fun. thanks for having me uh i'll keep my ears peeled through your uh, upcoming episodes and and uh, make sure that I call BS on you if you don't go into enough detail <laughs> for we the listeners. Okay. Also, uh, we'll just start forwarding you our emails we're getting from our listeners. Yeah, I'll be your your screener, your producer. Yeah. Also, shameless plug: uh, our Twitter handle is uh, at Swinger State, and uh, I don't know why we picked that name, so don't <laughs> ask. But uh, we're M and M. It's not actually Cuckold Dave because I hate that name. <laughs> but, uh, see it if you see us. Re- retweeting some stuff from yeah absolutely that's that's me and and the and the wife yeah and the wife is hot yes she is she is very 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 good pictures if she's in the room that's the only time that a you know doesn't have the lockdown on the hottest girl in the room that's true that's very true (laughs) all right well thanks for uh thanks for playing along you bet i'll talk Talk to you later all right see you bye bye Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Curious Couple for The Curious Ear with TNA. You can find us at thecuriouscouple.com, email us at thecuriouscpl at gmail.com, and find us at Twitter with the same handle. Be sure to check out sdc.com for your free one-month membership with our promo code 25648. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. We always appreciate your ratings and reviews. Catch you next time.